Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's constantly coming up with really stupid, childish nicknames for wrestlers because it's funny. I assume you're still writing your about last night then. I gotta come up with various no- new ways to refer to Braun Strowman instead of Bing Bong. I mean, Bing Bong's pretty good. Bing Bong's really good. I, and I will tip my card here. I might have stolen it from Community, but whatever. Whatever. But we are here to talk about Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, WWE NXT, and this past Sunday's WWE Payback, which had a House of Horrors, which was horrifying. Uh, yeah! Yeah! That's one way to put it. I'm Owen. That other voice, of course, is John. And we're, of course, joined by all of you out there in internet land. Isn't that great? It's not great. Well, that's not a URL. I'm sorry. That Yet. We don't... Oh, are, have you put in a petition to ICANN to get this approved? Yes. Good man. All right. Point is that we're streaming live over Mixler.com slash Zonecast. Isn't that cool? We're uh, streaming. Cool. We're monitoring our chat there and our Twitter at the heel turns to send us your questions and your comments. And we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. Hello. What's up? Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris is up. That's that's a video game that I should be playing, but I'm not. I, I don't have a good reason for why I'm I, not. I'm just beat, not playing it. I beat the uh, the story mode. I play, that thing goes places, man. I mean, it starts places. Also, you want a mild spoiler? Yeah, it's a fucking Tetris game. I don't care. After you 100% the story mode, there's three extra acts. Okay, cool. So you can 130% the game. Okay. Which I did. Okay, very good. And now I'm going back to my Japanese PS4 version, and I'm, now that I understand what all the uh, stipulations for the challenges are, I'm going back and I'm beating those. Yeah, that that's pretty useful to be able to understand what, you know, win conditions are. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I got the general idea, but now that I have it, like, 100% in English, I fully know. Yeah. So I'm going back and playing that, and guess what? PS4 version's still very good. Those Japanese voices are game. still really good. That The fish is a pretty cool dude. I feel like <clears throat> I, we, you and I could probably, if you got PS4... The North American version, I feel like we we could still play online. I wouldn't be surprised. It's good. Huzzah! I, I should get that game. I'm Instead, I'm going through my backlog of stuff to be like, what games haven't I played that I own? And realize that, yo, man, you bought this copy of Need for Speed Rivals. I don't, like, no, I don't want to hear about this. When the PS4 came out and you'd never played it. You know why I don't want to hear about this, John? Why? Because you're going to start talking about cops, and then you're going to get really angry and start yelling. You can play as the cops. Fuck the police. Yeah, but... Does fuck the police play in that game? No. No, instead the the cutscenes are all, like, really dark and weird and like, we're going to make the racers pay. Oh, like real cops. Yeah, it, it's it's real jack booty. It's, it's, it's something all right. I mean, you don't want to be booty, because you cover Raw. I'm, I'm on SmackDown, has all the booty. Is that the cue for wrestling news? I mean, it doesn't have to be. I, this Need for Speed game is, is whatever. 
it's also like three years old and not even the last Need for Speed game. And there's probably a new one coming out this year anyway, so who cares? But hey, there's still people playing online. That's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Or you could play like a real racing game, and that's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I don't have the system what has the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Well, you should steal one. Since you have such a problem with cops. Okay. I yeah. I cannot argue with this logic. Yep. Yeah. And then you buy the racing wheel and you put this, the Joy-Con in the no, wheel. No, no. Now you're it, just talking crazy talk. John, I just had to put it to you this way. It's not eSports if you don't have a racing wheel. Nobody wants to use tilt controls except for you. I that really... is a thing that you say ironically. No, it, I don't say funny. it ironically. I, I go all the way and I win races with, with the racing wheel and it's amazing. Like seriously, I, I have not played a single match of this game with regular controls. I've been using the wheel every single time. I have some tilt controls for you right here. Please zip up your pants, please. You cannot make me. Fair enough. It's yeah, a free for, country. Yeah, but That's, for, that is what I've been told, is that freedom of speech means I can just whip nope, out my penis nope, anytime, nope, and, and nope, this is nope, not assault. Nope. No, we do not. For more quality comedy like this, tune into this week's I'd Rather Not. Oh, boy. That, that, that will be a fascinating show that goes up this Friday at zonecast.com. But, but for real, John, the, the the wheel is a lot of fun to use. I very much enjoy it. I mean, it was kind of funny when you forced me to do that Cario Mart thing. Right? That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, dude. The wheel's great. If you're, even if you're not shit-faced, it's, the wheel's still great. It, it adds to the chaos of, oh, God, how am I supposed to control this thing and also chug a beer? What? Oh yeah, you got you have to have two hands on the wheel at all times. That them's the rules. And then you have to park you have to fully park your car and without moving while you're drinking. That's clearly how car remark works. That's clearly how the law works. I mean, also you should not be drinking a beer in your car, but <laughs> I digress. Hey man. What? That's why you gotta pull over. To drink the beer, and step then get on, back in the car, step on the drive, gas. step on the brakes. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. For more quality content like this, <laughs> subscribe to us over Patreon.com/pwc. God damn it! This, uh, let's let's just go into wrestling news. If we have to. John? What's up, Owen? Oh, I thought you were going to do the end of the song. I mean, you gave me so much shit for last week that I... No, but thought... then you explained it, and I was like, okay, now I get it. Because I, I never understood it. I thought you were singing a different song, but you were really ending the actual song. It's fine, Maybe we'll work it out to... next time. Maybe it'll come back next week in glorious fashion. And then you have to for... keep the audience on their toes. I mean, you know... Sometimes I get one song, sometimes I get another song. We haven't had a song word song in a while. Yeah, about that. You should you should put a pen to a paper and do something. I I have some things working. I haven't I haven't had a good voice for it in a few days. Fair. Well, As I'm sure you can hear right now. It's true. It's fine. It's 
things your voice will be altered so it won't matter anyway <laughs> but anyway yeah. john first bit of wrestling news has to do with your brand on monday nights oh man the greatest show i mean the only show i mean these are both incorrect it is not only one of many hundreds of shows that wwe does every week is also the worst one. That's not true. Raw Talk is the worst one, but... Hey, let's be fair. Main event still exists. It used to be good. Did it, though? Now that's where Grand Metalik lives. Is Grand Metalik still cool? N no. Oh, man. I don't watch Main Event. I just look at the results for our statistics, because I don't want... Not I don't want to watch... More cruiserweights because I already covered 205 Live. I'm good. Leave the memories alone. Also, Drew Gulak keeps showing up there and losing. It pisses me off. Stop it. But, John, back to back. Again, to the topic. I'm just going to throw it out there. No more cruiserweights. Except for and the Drew problem Gulak. is solved. Except for Drew Gulak. Keep him. Great. He's the best. I mean, look. If we're going to be talking about cruiserweights that we should keep. There are a lot of them, and it yeah. also raises certain questions like, say, for example, a person like Finn Balor, who is technically a cruiserweight, is not. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it because Finn Balor is, is my precious boy and I love him. It's I, just. Oh, you found a replacement for Ty already. That's cute. I mean. He's not my son. He's just, he's just my boy. My boy. My boy. My boy. He's what all true warriors strive for. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you the the raw news now? I'm waiting for you to tell me the raw news and stop me from free associating here. Come on, this is the patter of the show. Fuck Monday Night Raw. No one is watching. Good. It was the lowest ratings of this year. Wow. The lowest ratings since the Christmas episode last year. Wowie zowie. Only 2.871 million people. Not a lot of people cared about Payback, I guess. Or maybe a bunch of people watched Payback and said, no, I'm good. Yeah, that was me. I, I did not watch Monday. I was like, eh. I don't need to do this. I, I'm going to play Mario Kart instead. Much better use of my time. And so it was done. Do you want more raw terrible news? I mean, I feel like I have a ton of terrible raw news to tell you later, but... I mean, yeah, you have a whole section, but this is the news. So okay, let's hear it, I guess. When you put it that way, how can I say no? Raw is having a pay-per-view on July 9th in Dallas. They sure are! It's gonna and be... Th I've been, they've been scrolling a whole bunch of names of pay-per-view shows... On there, they they had the backlash. They had I mean, no, the that, money in the bank. Down. They had the no. extreme rules. I, I mean, they had the battleground. Rules. So Bat I mean, which one of those on is it going to be? John SmackDown has two of those that you mentioned. Or actually, yes, SmackDown backlash, has like all, money in the bank. All, all but one of those that you named are all SmackDown pay per views. Wait, what? Extreme rules is a is a raw pay per view. So that's going to be the one in July, right? No, it's the one in June. Oh. That's where the Strowman is going to have his ambulance match. Probably. Oh, dear. 
Well, I mean, uh, sure. I'm sure they got some great names that they can use. I mean, they could pull out Bad Blood again. John, I got good news for you. Armageddon is a name that they've used before. That's an end of the year thing. But, John, Brock Lesnar's going to have his first title defense. That's pretty good. They, They were kind of alluding to that on Raw, so that's a good thing. So, the name of the pay review is WWE Great Balls of Fire. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even gonna continue this bit anymore of pretending like I didn't know what the name is and being like, what it could possibly be? No, just what the fuck? Great balls of fire who thought that this was a good idea aside from you know an who. old man who has no cultural relevance to anything that happened before 1960 that's the answer it's the only one or after 1960 i'm sorry no one tells vince no no one it, tells vince no there is no way this is actually happening i have a feeling that he was just scrolling through his iPod, and that song came up, and he said, you know what? That That's the name of a pay-per-view. I could totally see that, and I could totally see that being the case. And he has, like, one of those old classic iPods. Now, actually, no, fuck it, he has a Zune. He totally has a Zune. Yeah. Yeah, Vince McMahon absolutely 100% has a Zune. I don't think I've heard a more true statement in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a thing that's happening. That's a thing that is allegedly happening, and I guarantee you will actually not happen because someone will step in and be like, no, are you fucking kidding me? John, it's not alleged. The, The arena put out the commercial. It's happening. Please, God, no. Did you see the commercial? No. There's an actual commercial with Brock Lesnar. But is it an actual commercial that the WWE has done? It's like those local ones they air on TV. Things saying tickets grow on sale at this date. Ah, the local. Look, man, I've seen some of those local commercials that they've done in the New York area around the time of the live shows. This is a pay-per-view. And, it, the, and the logo was animated and everything. The fire flickered. It's it's real, dude. Great balls of fire. Someone needs to stop, step in at the last minute and John, say, no, this can't happen. This is the same brand that had a House of Horrors match. I'm not saying that it's not possible. I'm not sitting in here being in denial. I'm saying someone needs to stop them. They've gone too far. They won't. Like, this is the, this is literally the point where they are on the verge of the cliff and someone needs to pull them off and say, no, are you kidding me? You're about to go driving off this cliff. Will you stop for the love of God? And nobody is doing it. No, John, when when they've jumped when they've fallen off the cliff is when they named the pay-per-view WWE, fuck you, we've got your money. Which is... No, because that would at least be honest! But see, John, John that's, that's a September pay-per-view for Raw. Again, you can't make these jokes because that's actually something I would be totally in support of. 
a pay-per-view called WWE Fuck You, We've Got Your Money? Yeah, again, because it's honest. They gotta have our truth on the poster, though. And Brock Lesnar. But no Brock Lesnar on the show. Well, yeah. See, at least SmackDown, uh, with their upcoming pay-per-view, everything is fucking crazy about it. Have you heard about Backlash? I've seen the commercial where Shinsuke dances and has two or five live lasers. But do you know who the sponsor is? No, I don't. The sponsor is fucking crazy. It's amazing. It's the greatest sponsor ever. Backlash is being sponsored by Rocket League. What? Yeah, dude. Rocket League is presenting Backlash. Rocket League has enough money. Yes. To sponsor a wrestling pay-per-view. And they tweeted out that they're super excited for Backlash, and also they're insinuating that there's going to be WWE stuff in Rocket League. Which makes me think that WWE Crush Hour is coming back. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. What if they actually bring back WWE Crush Hour? That'll be a mode inside Rocket League, and you get to have the WWE cars in it. Please, for the love of God, don't bring back WWE Crush Hour. No, it's just going to be a temporary mood inside Rocket League. Think about it. D- no, that's a horrible idea. It's still WWE Crush Hour. How about they just put WWE cars inside Rocket League? How about they just turn my car into gold dust? Shit, we're going to get the Goldberg truck, aren't we? How about the the limousine that busted Goldberg's hand open? Damn you. You asshole. The Hulk Hogan truck from the from the monster truck match? Yeah, obviously that. Wait, sorry, no. The uh the Dungeon of Doom one. We're not talking about that one. That that what, other guy might have. What if bad. one of the cars is just Steve Austin on an ATV? What if it's Steve Austin on a Zamboni? That moves too slowly. Nah, man, it's perfect for uh, for Snow Day. I mean, that, that is true. Think about it. But it'd be really funny, Austin, like the the character model on it on an ATV doing the flips and shit through the air. That'd be really good. I'm just imagining that like all the toppers should just be like the wrestlers sitting on top of your car doing their weird th- er, things. Oh man. Nakamura on top of the car doing the yow. Nah man, dancing and just like being all wiggly. I know that the engine can't handle that kind of fidelity. Come on. I'm not saying that you do it with the sh- with the strobe. No, I'm just saying they can't handle those fluid of motions. Oh, I bet. I don't know. Nakamura is smooth as fuck. He is real smooth. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's a natural thing. Because when when they said that on SmackDown, I lost my mind. The world's really stupid, Owen. But at least SmackDown's getting the good shit. They got the Nakamura pay-per-view. They got Rocket League sponsoring it. Everything's good over here. I mean, things are bad elsewhere with former WWE wrestlers. Like, X-Pac. Oh, man. 
I'm you re- remember what his talent is. I'm X Pac. I'm X Pac. <laughs> I'm in jail. Well, not anymore. But I was in jail because I tried to bring weed and meth on a plane. Yeah, the weed part's okay. The meth part, no, dude. The weed part is just like, how do you forget that you have that? Like, because you're high. Okay, fair. I stand corrected. The meth part is the problem. Is that you should you can't forget. Stop. I mean, I feel like that's easy to forget. It's just. No, but if you're on meth, you are. Like you are fully aware of what's going on. Yeah, it's and like you really want more meth, which is probably why he had it so that no. he could have more meth. No, you ha- you get more meth when you land. Obviously. Yeah, obviously he thought about this the wrong way. Nobody is saying that Sean Waltman's capacities were not hindered, but that is, again, probably... Don't hinder s- well, X-Pac. God damn it. Also, I heard someone... Get better, say, X-Pac. I heard someone say the stupidest thing in the world this week. About, okay. about this. Okay. It's just two words. Meth Rollins. Get better, X-Pac. Just stop that. Don't do that. But he's I'm not even acknowledging that other thing you said. Oh, it's, it's pretty good. Come on. Let's imagine Seth Rollins wrestling on meth. Is that it for news? No, of course not. <laughs> also, NXT TakeOver Chicago is in two weeks. Whoa! And one of the theme songs is the new single from Fozzie. <laughs> It sure is. Fuck, man. That's it's a little too on the nose, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it is. It's a little it's, too on the nose. It's WWE doing what WWE does best, helping out the people that work for them. Oh, I thought you were saying it used to work for them. Be like, not X-Pac. I mean... Not China. I mean... Not Hulk Hogan. When it suits them. That's true. I was just going to say, not Alberto Del Rio. And his burgeoning Periscope career. (laughs) Okay, you know what? He did that one to himself. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I know. They tried to help him. And then he did cocaine, and and he called them Peros. I mean, in fairness, calling him Peros was probably the right call. That's true. Uh, I have one last bit of news that is fucking crazy. Like, well, let's hear it. Even compared to everything else we've been saying. And that is that uh, Billy Corgan is back in wrestling news. He's the one for me. He's all I really need. Oh, yeah. Nope. This is all terrible. But apparently he's the one for NWA because he's buying them. Cleanliness is loneliness, and loneliness is emptiness, and emptiness is godliness, and God is empty. Just like the NWA, because this doesn't mean that he's gotten any of the affiliates that are come with the NWA, or their on-demand streaming program, which apparently they have. I don't know what they stream on there, because their entire video library is owned by WWE. So, what does Billy Corgan get exactly? That's what I was going to ask you, because I have no idea. I have no idea either! It seems like he got a name. 
and the ability to do stuff with that name, but nothing else, really. But, like, what can he do? Because if he does any, like, non-wrestling shit, uh, Ice Cube's gonna come after him. Because there's another NWA spoilers. I mean, yeah, but that's an acronym for another thing. And what's that? (laughs) You are an asshole. (laughs) Heel turd. But also, but it also it's is another NWA. It's so, true. Because I'm just saying, he's got to do something wrestling related with this, because that's what he's got the rights to. So I don't know what the fuck. I and mean, what what does NWA do now? They don't have their name. Do they get called something else? How much did he pay for this? There's so many questions. I don't know, but apparently he's brought on like people that the rest of Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> No, because they still hate him. Yeah, but they but like n- money. Also, he hates one of them because of drugs or something. Was it meth? Might have been. Yeah, might have been. Okay. Was I'm it, not. Really was it sure. Meth Rollins? Shut up, you fucker! God, I don't even remember what I was saying. He brought sure. on people that that was he was working with in, in uh, Impact when he was there. Oh, that's great. So he's awesome. brought on some of his, his booking staff. Oh, great. Awesome. That sounds perfect. I mean, people seem to like his run of Impact. Although I'm not really sure if they did as much as they liked the Hardys. Yeah, and he had nothing to do with the Hardys. Yeah. That was... Whoops-a-daisy. Yep, whatever. Point is, we'll keep looking into this. I'm going to... Hopefully, get some people giving me answers because they're not giving me anything as of right now. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. I don't. I don't wish him luck. Wow. No. Wow. No. That's harsh. Despite all his rage. Go on. <laughs> I was hoping you heard a fish shit. No, you you dug this grave for yourself. You you need to dig yourself out. He's still just a rat in a cage match. I'd watch Billy Corgan in a cage match. Would you? Sure. I mean, he'd probably get his ass kicked. Like that'd be okay. Like an MMA cage match. They, oh shit! There it is. That's CM Punk's ex opponent. It's Billy Corgan. Oh, there we go. There we go. No, come on, man. You know he's got to fight the Green Ranger. We all know CM Punk's never going to wrestle or never fight in MMA ever again. Obviously not. He's, he's going to show up in WWE before he shows up in UFC again. Joe Rogan would probably really appreciate that. Yeah. Speaking of bad people! Oh, boy, do you have any Joe Rogan news? No. Then, Just speaking of bad people. All right, then let's... J- Joe Rogan. No, let's move he on. He still then. exists. Nope, let's, let's, the let's, end. Let's move on, then. Okay, speaking of bad things, let's talk about a show that was actually kind of decent. At uh, least for the first half. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll give you that. I thought Payback was fun. Hey, John. Yeah? I heard that you wrote a review. I did. For Payback, which you can find over at ProWrestling.cool. I hear that it got a thumb up and a thumb down, which I was kind of surprised about, considering that, I, you know... The review scores are all done by science and shit. 
Yeah, I made an algorithm. I sliced the shit out of it. And I looked at that and I said, yeah, okay, fine, sure. See, that's why, that's why I don't let you put the overall review. I let the matches. I would have given it thumbs in the middle, but I guess that adds up to the same thing. It's slightly better. It's one step up from it. Because after thumb up, thumb down, is thumb up, thumb in the middle. It's yeah, a complicated right system. Don't worry about it. There's thumbs. You have two of them. I'm worried about this math. Don't worry about it. I am worried about this math. I, the numbers don't lie, John. I think the numbers might be lying. I don't think they are. You can do the math in your own head. It's a thumb up and it's a thumb down. You are lying to me with numbers, and I don't appreciate see, it. See, see, I find see, it. Imagine it this way, John: a thumb up for the first half of the show, and a thumb down for the second half. Okay, now you're speaking my language. There you go. Now talk to me briefly about Scott Steiner. Thing. No, he's on the other show. He still exists, ladies and gentlemen. He's, speaking not, of bad he people, did not watch WrestleMania. <laughs> you didn't talk about that in news. Why not? That's not news. That's just Scott Steiner being Scott Steiner. Come on. Yeah, okay, I guess that's true. That's it like isn't... saying he he said anything. Let's put that in news. Scott Steiner said some words. Most of them were things that Go we on. Th- I, I'm okay with this. Most of are the we going to bring said... back the news segment section and have it just be all Scott Steiner news now? No. How if you hear me? I, I don't want to hear him. <laughs> I don't want to hear him. Because he says probably really offensive shit about women. Oh, yeah, most assuredly. John, briefly talk to me about Payback. Okay, the first half of Payback was really good. You want to talk about Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens? Because they had a fucking awesome match that, like, made a whole bunch of callbacks to their, uh, to the WrestleMania match. Like, it had a whole bunch of fun uses of their, of, like, the whole Kevin Owens finger thing. Hey, John, I don't need to talk about that because I saw that on Tuesday. Okay. They had an awesome match that had callbacks to the finger thing, because, whoops, it was broken. It was a real good match, and I really liked the end. Did you like the end where Chris Jericho won the title? Yeah! Because now he's not on your show anymore? It was surprising, but I thought it was a good way to get him off of Raw to be like, okay, cool, Chris Jericho's gone, and then have him go to SmackDown. And also, the thing that they need to do is they need to explain why Kevin Owens was still going to be there because they made a point of confusing the issue on talking smack with Daniel Bryan being like, Oh, we didn't really sign you. We signed the United States championship. They they explained it. They explained it for the past couple weeks saying that if Chris Jericho wins, then he joins Kevin Owens on SmackDown. Oh, that's how they phrased it. Okay. Cause they, they had to, that was a fix that I, that I feel like they made because yeah. that was not as clear in they the draft, beginning. They drafted, they, they traded for both Owens and the title, so the title was going to stay. Yeah, Chris Jericho is now a SmackDown superstar and dead. Yeah, he's not. He's not listed on our stats page anymore. We'll get to that when we talk about Tuesday. You know who else is cool? Are we talking about Raw? Because I can only think of one person, and I feel like we're not talking about that match yet. I mean, I was going to talk about Alexa Bliss. 
Uh, I, I, I guess. Yeah. Oh, what is wrong with Alexa Bliss? You were all she's, like, oh, my God, she's great. She's the best. I love her. Yeah, but then she had the the belt with the blue stuff on it, and it was great. And now she and now this- she has the belt with the red stuff on it, and it's great. I mean, that belt's not great, though. That have belt you seen that is- way that belt's been booked? Yeah, but have you seen Alexa Bliss being the absolute best character on the show by far? I mean, that's not very. It's really that's good. not very difficult, John. That's not very difficult to be fair, because all the other characters. Which I saw the opening. I, I saw clips of the opening of Raw, which we can talk about characters. right now because yeah, that was great. That whole segment yeah. was great. Alexa Bliss yeah. just fucking bodied everyone except Nia Jackson. She did the great thing of being like, "Oh, ha ha hi, uh, yeah, you're cool. Looking forward to tagging with you later. Bye." Yeah, Nia Jackson is the only other woman on that roster that's even close to having a character that you should invest in at all. Look, I get you. They haven't done great work with Bailey. Yeah, I haven't done great work with Emma either. You really fucked that one up. They're just. What are you talking Remember about? Remember Emma? Yeah. Remember she Emma? Was she in was in the. Great. Yeah, she was in the match on Monday, you dingus. She no, was on that. the winning team. I know that, but I'm talking about her story with Dana Brooke, which is. No. It's still happening. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's terrible. Stop it. Set it on fire and walk away. Let it's Emma fine. Go She's going to kill Dana Brooke. It's fine. But what if she doesn't? What if she loses? <laughs> come on. It's Dana Brooke. She can't, she can't wrestle a match. Come on, come on, John. It's, it's, it's the Raw booking team. Shut up. Heal turn. Well, Alexa Bliss well, is your champion, so good. Yeah, and that was a really excellent match on, on Sunday. I, I wasn't watching it. I, I was watch. I was rewatching the final deletion during it. <laughs> they had a really good match. I liked that Alexa Bliss won by being an opportunist and capitalizing on a weird fluke accident. I liked the part where they had the special shirt for Bailey for the hometown crowd, and then she lost the belt, and then they said, "Fuck this show." Well, you know what? It's Bailey's fault. Don't wear silver to a championship match if you want to win. I mean, I have a feeling... Wait, are you telling me that the booking team saw her off and said, okay, we're switching to the decision? Because that'd be really I, funny if that's actually what happened. You know what? I'm just saying. Don't wear silver if you want to win. You wear it for the job you want, not the job you have. Also, Iron Man's pretty cool. Who can beat Iron Man? He's basically gold. I mean, Captain America and the Winter Soldier beat him. At one time. Well, in fairness, he had it coming because Cap Ep was totally right. No, also Cap is a Nazi. I mean, he's a Nazi now! But but they reckoned that he was always a Nazi. Wait, shit, right. Does that mean that he was a Nazi then when he was being all Hell like, yeah, No, man, we was. gotta protect freedoms. Fuck your superhero registration act. Hell, yep. Where was John? We need to move on. This is breaking my brain. Okay. This is actually breaking my brain and upsetting me. Okay, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's... Fuck the cruiserweights. Also, Neville and Austin Aries had a fucking awesome match on Sunday that makes me upset because why can't the cruiserweights be as good as these pay-per-view matches? 
Because the purple ropes go and we go, eh. The purple ropes were on there and we were like, oh, 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 oh. And then the ending, we got all really angry, but it was a good kind of angry. Sure. Yeah. I think it was a good kind of angry. I've Neville's got, a dick. Like, fuck this. He was going to lose. And he cheated. True. So they're going to have a... Like, I feel like that was the right kind of heel cheating. Like, I feel like that was no, the no, right... No, 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 I don't have a problem with that. You know what I have a problem with? What? We're going to have another month of Austin Aries and Neville. Yeah. Oh, come on. I, I watched 205 Live, so I have to put up with this shit. Oh, and who are the other people of note on the fucking roster? Who are the other people that they can put out there and say, Drew, Hey, nobody cares about Ali. Drew Gulak except for you! Uh, there was a sign in the crowd on 205 Live this week that said no fly zone. So I think there's at least one other person who cares. Look, man, this is wrestling we're talking about. There are a lot of problematic people that like it. That might not have been a Drew Gulak fan. It's just an anti-cruiserweight person. <laughs> it might have just been one of Vince McMahon's friends. I mean, I'm I'm Vince McMahon's friend. Are you? No. Is anyone? No. The tag why team titles why, were defended. Why, why did you make me sad about the Grulak? Because you need to be sad about the cruiserweight division. Well, Get excited to talk about 205 Live, I guess! Oh, I have some things to tell you about 205 Live. Because I assume please, you have no idea what don't. happened. I don't. So just don't tell me. I don't need to know. Oh, you? I'll tell you. Don't worry. I, I, I don't need to know. But tell me about Seamus fucking up people for reals. Yeah, he fucking kicked Jeff Hardy in his face and busted his tooth out. That was messed yeah, I up. Saw, I, I saw the tooth in the slow-mo fly out, and that's fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Fuck Seamus. I don't know, it was pretty cool. But yeah, imagine if you're a wrestler and then you have to fight him, and he's gonna, like, actually legit knock your tooth out. Things happen. Yeah, but he keeps doing it's it. This ain't ballet. Look, I'm not disagreeing with you that Seamus should not be fucking up people. At the same time, it's not the worst thing that could happen, ever. I mean, no, he's not dead. But he got he got hit with a stiff with a stiff kick. Like and also, oh Matt no. got fucked up too. What happened to Matt? Did you not see under his eye? He was bleeding everywhere. Oh well, I mean. Yeah, dude, he, that was a, that was the hard way he got busted open. It was bad. Sometimes you, your fucking ass gets deleted. That's it what was Seamus. Seamus did to both of them. Seamus is a cool guy. He murdered them for reals. Seamus is a cool guy. That is what his job is: is to murder people. John, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tweet that out that you actually said those words. You said Seamus is a cool guy, and I no, that's. I've never wanted you to ever say those words. I think he's and Cesaro are pretty cool guys now. Why? Fucking beat the shit out of Matt and Jeff Hardy. Who you know my opinion's on. Delete? Broken or don't care! I mean, they're... What if they're damaged? 
I mean, they're damaged now, certainly. Oh, boy. I thought this was going to be the thing to put them over the top as being broken, but Monday night they were just themselves. No, of course not. It's because they're not going to break and it's going to be a face thing. I mean, being being broken can be a face thing, right? I mean, it'll be a face. It'll be a face thing to certain people in the crowd, but no, WWE. They they fought Decay, and they were heels. I'm just saying, WWE is going to try and do this like a heel thing again. I hope not. I'd be fine with it. I think that's the right way to do it, honestly. Because how can you how can you boo King Maxwell? Because th- look at this fucking crazy man who speaks in a weird accent and has controls a drone. Please continue to do everything ever, but also what the fuck is wrong with you? It's wonderful. A glorious xylophone? <laughs> yeah, of course. Do you have anything else you want to talk about about the payback? Do you want to ignore I mean, the second half of the show? We probably have to talk about the House of Horrors match, don't we? Uh, I like the first half, and then the second half happened, and it- the first half was real stupid. Hell yeah, it was, and not you even the- in like a creative way. Or, like, a, I would say, good way. Oh, come just on. in a, great. well, we got this fucking house, and it looks like a, a trap house where you go to smoke meth or whatever in Fresno County. But fuck it, you guys can just throw th- each other into things. Was, I don't know. It was hilarious. I loved it. Yeah, it was hilarious, and it was also the stupidest, lamest thing that was like, really, Bray, this is your, your scary house of horrors is just... His you arm, found a flop house? His arm came through the the wall. It was awesome. I laughed. Randy Orton had pants on and no shirt. As you do. It was great. And then then the, he dropped the fridge on him because fuck Randy Orton. And Bray Wyatt stole his limo. Hell yeah. But, but you know what he did before that? You know what he did before that though, right? What did he do before that? He drafted the house from SmackDown to Raw. Because it was blue and that became red. Shut up. I I hate you. (laughs) Come on, that totally happened. That house is canonically part of Raw now. Then the second half happened. It was bad. Because it made the whole first half mean nothing. I mean... Yes, that is true. That it did make the first half mean nothing. But it was also bad because... Really... Fucking Bray wins because of Jinder Mahal and and the Bollywood boys. That's the thing that least bothered me about it. Because it's building toward Randy Orton's actual title match. And also, it's legitimately the only way Bray was going to win that match. He's one-on-one, he can't beat anybody. He dropped a fridge on a man! And yeah. then the man couldn't even be bothered to sell it for the rest of the night. Yeah. He didn't do any selling. He didn't do anything. And you can make the argument that this is just because Randy Orton is a terrible wrestler who doesn't fucking do anything when he doesn't care about the match. And yeah, that's true. 
But what's uh, also true is fuck this. It's also part to blame by the booking team by even having him come back. And also having the match have to finish in the ring. Why not just have it finished in the house? And then have Bray Wyatt cut a promo in the ring and then have Orton appear then. That would have made more sense. You know what also would have made sense? The match never happening? Yeah. That's also fair. Yeah, that would have made way more sense. I still would have liked it if it was just the first half and then Randy Orton was just under a fridge. Sure. Anyway, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe wasn't very good. Nope. And they're going to do more of that, so great. Why do I not care about Seth Rollins? He's a good wrestler. Seth Rollins is a great wrestler. Why do I like, not care? He's believable as a face in peril. What? I think he's believable when he does like the whole face in peril thing. I think he's been good at like selling being weak and being the underdog in his matches against Triple H and, and Samoa Joe. Well, look who he's fa- fighting. It's anyone looks weak compared to them. But like you said, I don't care. Yeah, I just don't connect with him at all. Yeah, I just watched that. He did cool moves. Okay. What else you got? That's it. Like, I I don't know what it is that, like, he doesn't have. It's just... It's still not there, and I I can't put my finger on it anymore. Like, I feel like... Again, I feel like when he had that promo a couple weeks ago, where where he was really questioning himself and, like had that moment, like, I feel like that was a thing they could have worked with and, like, really did something with to turn him, but, like, the audience didn't seem to care and they didn't try to make the point in any strong capacity, so it just kind of was like, well, I I guess this didn't work. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess we're not doing this anymore, huh? Seth is just lost. I don't think Seth is lost. I think that... Like, he doesn't know what his place is. And oh. do we. That kind of lost. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree with that completely. No, he's not a lost cause. He's lost. <laughs> you had me worried for a second there, Owen. I don't know. Come on, I'm not that mean about Rom. I'd like you guys to succeed and actually be decent competition. It's not yeah, working, this though. is just... This is just nothing. This just isn't working. Nope. Like, and I don't want to see, like, and Rollins fighting Brock Lesnar, I mean, maybe that could have been, could have been something. Like, maybe that could have been a thing that would have put him over the edge and something that he needed, but I guess instead he's just going to continue to fight Samoa Joe, a guy who doesn't really have any heat because he hasn't won any big matches yeah, and also they they ended his streak of being undefeated in singles matches. Which, in fairness, wasn't much of a streak. And it was still just kind of a bummer that they brought it up and then it just ends. It's like, oh. Okay. Bummer. This whole thing's I'm, a bummer. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. And, and Samojo should be doing better things, too. Yeah. 
like being an actual character. I'd be okay with this. T- tell Raul to fix her shit and actually write good stories. They don't listen to me, man. Instead of relying on just, here's a big, strong, scary man who does really hilarious shit. I mean, the big, strong, scary man's pretty cool, though. You mean the Bing Bong? The Bing Bong Stroban is a Strobe pretty man? cool guy. Did you say Strobe Man? Stroban. Uh, as I, as, as I said, Strobe Man, like the man who comes out with strobe lights. That'd also be pretty cool. His entrance should have strobe lights. I'd be okay with that. Whoa, cops don't like that. They're out to get you for that it's comment. True. It's true. It, no, it's actually the the fashion police, which we'll get into later. The Braun and Roman match was cool because it was Braun beating the shit out of Roman. Now they're both gone for a while. That sucks. Yeah, what's up with that? They killed each other too hard. I like the part at the end if on t- on Raw Talk where the Strowman ran through that door with the ambulance and then into like this conveniently placed row of boxes. What a coincidence that the row of boxes would be just there to break his fall like that. It was really funny. I liked it a lot. I mean, I'm not complaining. I thought it was great. This how the the way the door just goes flying is so good, and the way Strowman went flying into those boxes, it's all great. I just wish that Roman got killed harder. Yeah, I know. Well, good news for you, they'll have an ambulance match at Extreme Rules. Though, to be fair, I'd rather watch Braun Strowman fight an actual ambulance instead of Roman. Wouldn't we all, though? Just make it like the Street Fighter 2 bonus stage, where he just beats the shit out of it. Oh, my car. <laughs> I need to say ambulance. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm taking this too far. Okay. I'm waiting for someone to make a edit of Strowman and Street Fighter 2 beating up an ambulance. I, I know someone's got to work on it. I can't just say these stupid memes and then have to make them myself. It's too much work. I don't know. Is that it for for payback? And you think of anything else that was worth talking about on that show? No, I don't want to talk about the pre-show at all. <laughs> no, because the pre-show was garbage. Yep. That's and it sense. led to more garbage on Raw, where they had a, a match to make up for the, the pre-show loss that they had. The, the oh, Carl was, Anderson, the I, Luke Gallows rather. No, 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 I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the Miz part. That that also wasn't great. Yeah, but that also led to bullshit on Raw. It led to better bullshit on Raw. Miz running down every single one of them was fantastic. Then, then we'll tell him to shut up. Dean Ambrose called Kurt Angle on the phone. Couldn't you just, like, have him come out and do this stuff? Yeah, but instead they did a comedy bit of Dean Ambrose getting told never call me on my phone again. Never speak to to me or my son ever again. Exactly! (laughs) That that, would have been funny. If Kurt showed up, then he'll say, like, a, a kid who was also bald. Now you're thinking with meme power. Yep. It makes it makes the hurt go away when I watch Raw. Hey man, that main event was really good until the ending when they decided that Seth Rollins still needs to fight uh, Samoa Joe and oh, also here's 
Finn Balor getting fucked up by Bray, which, I mean, they told us was coming. I can't be surprised about it. But still, uh, nah. here's Bray Wyatt talking a bunch of big game to Kurt Angle about how this is his, he's the, the spooky dog of the yard now. Wait, what? But he's the ghost dog? He's the ghost dog way of the samurai. You know what's gonna happen, right? Ghost dog yard of the nope. Bayou Shaman. You need to That's stop. it. That's the one. Nope. That's the one. No, it's not. Ghost dog yard of the Bayou Shaman. Well, he doesn't matter because he's gonna fucking lose because he always fucking loses. Of course he's gonna lose. He always lose. loses. This is Bray Wyatt. He always loses. Yeah, I know. Except for that one time he won. Don't remember it. WWE champion. Yeah, and then he lost it. But it wasn't a singles match. And then his the rematch he had was also not a singles match. And then when he had the singles match, he lost because, of course, he did. What a surprise. He has fucking magic powers and he still never wins. I mean, he doesn't have magic powers more as much as he has a uh, a projector that he hung, hangs above the ring. And that's the thing is like I that's the sad part about all of this is that he has what are essentially crazy magic powers to do shit like make fucking projections appear in the ring or like hologram lanterns or whatever but it's all fucking smoke and mirrors cuz he never wins or accomplishes anything. Well, you see, here's the thing about Bray Wyatt. He's or Demon Child, I forgot about Demon Child. Uh, we all talk about Demon Child. He made John Cena so sad. But the thing about Bray Wyatt, he's he's kind of like the Wizard of Oz, you know. He's oh, he talks a lot of big game. He uses a bunch of flash and magic in quotation marks. But then when you pull the curtain, it's really just him pulling a bunch of levers. Oh, it all makes sense now. This is just garbage. another one of like the few references that Vince McMahon remembers. Yep, it's the the Wyatt of Oz. I hate everything. Also, there's the podcast episode name. You're welcome. Yeah, no, I, that, that's why I had to say because I'm like, that's going to be the name of the podcast episode, so I have to say it at least once. <sighs> but it is a good analogy, though. I don't want to talk about Raw anymore. Okay. I mean, I, we could play It's Raw, Do You Care? Let's do it. The Cruiserweights. Nope. I will talk about them <laughs> later. There we go. Uh, I mean, come on, man. You don't care about the fact that they randomly changed TJ Perkins' name? We'll talk about that on the other show. Okay, sure. That's fine. Because guess what? What? They keep forgetting that his name is not TJ Perkins. So as soon as they start screwing up at the beginning, they go into the mode they went into on Raw where they just use that instead of any pronouns ever. Owen. Mm -hmm. Peace later. Do you care? I used to care, but now he's on Raw, so I don't. Because they don't treat him right. But it's Heath Slater. You care about Heath Slater, right? Yeah, but I don't care about who he fought. Come on, you care, I right? Don't, I don't care about who he fought. I know who he fought. Come on now. I do not <laughs> care about the Titus brand. Sorry, I tried to trick you into talking about Apollo Crews. Weird, as if I looked up the matches when I was writing the stats for the website and said, This is a bunch of bullshit. You're really messing up this game, you know that? Try again. That's honestly it. There's no one else I should care about?
I think I actually like talked about Raw, like everything that happened in it while covering everything on Payback because basically Payback was, hey, remember that shit from Raw or from Payback? Here it is again. I mean, you could have said the Golden Truth. Oh my God, that's right. I forgot about the Golden Truth. I do care about that. Do you care really? Um, yeah, because one of the, one guy is a Rhodes and the other guy is Mister Fuck You. We've got your money. You're absolutely right. I don't even know how I forgot that. I have the notes right here in front of me. The Golden Truth, they actually had a really great segment backstage with uh, Kurt Angle, where they, they petitioned Kurt Angle to put him in a match, and Kurt Angle said, like, probably the most sensible thing someone has said on a fucking wrestling show all year. Here, l- let me paraphrase him. I went to Pro Wrestling Not Cool, and I clicked the stats tab, and I see that you haven't won a single match this year. That's fucked up. Why would I give you a title match? I mean, it was more like, hey, I'd love to give you a title match, guys, but your win-loss record just isn't that up there. Yeah, he mentioned win-loss records. Which is they actually only talk we care about, about. They actually talked about people winning and losing on a sports show and why that would matter for how they would get opportunities. See, John, if you, what? Look, if you look at our stats page... You'll see that so that there are champions at, in the jobber section because wins and losses don't matter. Rizango, the number one contender for the tag titles, that number that beat the clock challenge last week is the only win they've had this entire year, and that's insane. Because wins and losses don't matter, and they should. Cause, yeah, well, yeah, that's why I keep putting up an article every week about it. Because it should should matter. Like, if it's going to be sports entertainment, you can't forget the part where it's a sport. Uh, tell that to Mr. Great Balls of Fire. You're not going to do that? That's it for Raw. Okay. I hate you so much, and I, I just... How many thumbs do you give Raw? This, this is really bad radio. This is really bad radio. Tell me about SmackDown, then. You're not gonna save, g- me, save me from myself, Okay, Owen. so you're not going to give it Only a- you have the power. I'm just going to assume you gave two thumbs down, okay? I mean, I told you how many thumbs I gave it. No, but that's, that's payback. No, I told you how many thumbs I gave it when I went... Uh, no, no, stop, no, 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 don't do it again. God damn it. Okay. Well, let me tell I you mean, about... I mean, if you keep asking, I'm going to answer you. No, no, no let, me, let me talk about SmackDown. It's the land of opportunity. It's the best show of the week. It's great. Jinder Mahal was having a photo shoot backstage with the belt that he doesn't actually own. Wait, can I tell you some some quick news that I've just discovered before uh, you tell me about this? It's related to Raw. Okay. A bunch of Raw superstars went sightseeing in Italy today. Yes, I saw the picture, the most important picture. The Rom Dog hanging out with the the Bing Bong. Would you like to hear a uh, someone saying what they were actually saying? Also, Matt Hardy and Curtis Axel. But yeah, here's here is a uh, someone on Twitter posted this. Ron whispers, "I'm not finished with you yet." <laughs> Roman, hmm, what? 
Braun, I'm loving sightseeing with you, I said. <laughs> yes. That was from at Death by Havoc on Twitter. Pretty good. Yes. Can I tell you about Jinder Mahal having a photo shoot with the belt that he doesn't own? That's not his belt. That's That seems like a... It seems a little early to be having a photo shoot with a belt that is not yours. Yeah, and... A Randall Snakeman might be a little cross about this. Well, Randall Snakeman's under a fridge, even though we know he isn't. But that's beside the point. He wasn't on, he wasn't on this show. And he was telling the cameraman about he's going to be on the next cover of GQ, because that's how WWE championships work. And Shane... Of course! I mean, I'd... What's the... I remember the last WWE champion to be on GQ. Rock Lesnar? I mean, it, it's The Rock. The Rock is always on the cover of GQ. That's true. But but not when he was a wrestler. True. Well, I mean... He came I back. He probably was on the, on the cover of GQ when he was the WrestleMania, now that I think about He's it. He's technically a wrestler right now. He's about as much of a wrestler as Brock Lesnar is. Okay. Yeah. But let me get back to what I was saying about gender. Yeah, he was having this photo shoot, and Shane McMahon just walks up and says, that's not your belt. You have to earn the belt. So gender just handed it over, and that was it. That's how they explained how Randy gets his belt back. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's see it. I'm going to talk about uh, stuff out of order. I'm going to talk to you about the most important thing. On SmackDown. And that is the Brazongo segment. That's a good thing to talk to me about. Did you watch it? No, I have not seen anything of this SmackDown. Oh my god, John. It opens with a fake Law and Order opening. And then they have this fake photo of outside a police station. And the whole bit is uh so they're in this office, and it's got this amazing Backdrop. It's got a framed photo of the big boss man. It's got a, as you do. A, I mean, they're cops after all. Got a framed photo of classy Freddie Blassie. Again, cops. Well, there's a bunch of pictures of people with like post-it notes all over the place, and like WWE.com articles printed out for some reason, and line and like string attaching them. You know the you know the red string going around connecting the dots, and one of the pictures is. <laughs> That basically a mugshot from a couple years ago. <laughs> Pretty good. It's amazing. This whole thing is so good. And uh, it's pretty much just uh, Brizongo listing all the uh, the fashion crimes that the users are doing. And Tyler Breeze saying what all those crimes are. Including one which was uh, the users walking around backstage like they own the place. To which Tyler Breeze says jaywalking and then Fandango says also Jimmy walking get it I have no mouth and I must scream because they're Jimmy and Jay Uso I have no mouth and I must scream but yeah I can't do the the segment justice You, sh- I, I even embedded it on the about last night over at prowrestling.cool it's hilarious it's so funny and also Fandango Calls Chicago the Windy Apple. <laughs> okay, I'll check it out. 
yeah, it's, it's it's it might be my favorite thing on SmackDown this week, and probably going to be the best thing this month unless they win the tag titles. Very good. All right, I'm going to play a a one round game of it's SmackDown. Do you care? Okay, cool. It's only it's only one thing. Oh, actually, wait. Let me see if there's another. If there's two. Okay, I'll give you two. All right. There's one you'll say yes and one you'll say no. Sinkara versus Dolph Ziggler. Do you care? <laughs> Fuck no. Good because did they both die? Let me write. Let me tell you the one thing I wrote under that match in my notes. You know. That's all I wrote. Is you know. You, you, okay. You know what happened here. Yeah. Okay. And the second one is Aiden English versus Ty Dillinger. Do you care? I do care, actually, because I heard that Ty Dillinger has a slightly tweaked finisher. There's a lot of things to care about this, John. Uh, number one, Aiden English is still the artiste. Okay. He's the maestro of mayhem. Okay. But then Ty Dillinger shows up and says, Ted. As you do. And then he does his new tiebreaker. Which he picks you up in a fireman's carry and then spins you into kneeing you in the damn face. Alright. It looks awesome. It's great. There's a gif of it in my about last night. Over at Pro Wrestling. Not cool. And then the thing happens, John. Then the thing happens. There's a thing. Aiden English lost. And we cut to him in the ring. And he's extremely upset about this. I mean, I would be too. Like, extremely upset. Like, he is crying his face off and, like, he's just a mess. Oh. To which we go to commercial when we come back. Renee is interviewing Chris Jericho. And Aiden English just walks into the scene, and Jericho says that there's no crying on SmackDown, so he puts him on the list. And that makes him cry even more. Because now he's on the list. Aiden English is is very upset and hates the world, and everyone leave him alone. This is terrible. Like, why? This isn't fun. Like, if you go, again, if you go to my About Last Night, the lead art, lead picture is him being put on the list and him being super sad about it. This isn't fun! I don't like this! Did, 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 look at the picture. Look, Why would you do that to Aiden English? Look at the picture. Look how sad he is. Why would you do that to Aiden English? Because there's no crying in, on SmackDown, apparently. Leave Aiden alone! Well, you're not allowed to have emotions. We all know this. Them's the rules. Men don't have emotions. You're not allowed to care about your wins and losses. What I'm saying is Chris Jericho got what he deserved later tonight. I'm also looking at this, uh... This picture you posted here, of the gif of the uh, the new tiebreaker. Pretty good, right? Yeah, I, I like it. I like that he's uh, dropping you on your face instead of on the back of your neck. I think that's uh, a... a better way to do it. You want to know why he actually did it? Why? Because AJ Styles does his move as a normal move. I know that he does the Yugi Roshi as a, same, as a normal yeah, move. It's the same thing, so he had to change it. It is. It's a good change. Smart change. So now it's kind of like a mixture of the tiebreaker in the GTS. 
it's all good. Also, uh... Remember? Well, yeah, as you were saying, uh, Chris Jericho's dead now because, uh... But Kevin I, 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 have, I have other... I have other... I'm saying that for, for last, John. Oh. His Jinder Fine. Mahal did, did things. I... Don't... He, he fought Sami Zayn. You it's like raw, Sami Zayn. I don't... It's SmackDown, I don't care. No, but you like Sami Zayn. Sort of. Also, the Bollywood boys aren't the Bollywood boys anymore. Sure. They're the the Singh brothers. Okay. And they have whole new names that I didn't bother to write down because they're weird. They're not Harv and Gerv uh, anymore. Really? No, because even Singh wasn't their last name when they were the Bollywood boys. They have all brand new names. They're new characters. All right, WWE. Yeah, I mean, WWE's going to WWE. You, what, what do you expect? Do you remember the Rusev-Russia thing? Where he's actually Bulgarian, but fuck it, Russia is the hot thing, so he has to be Russian now? Look, man. What? He fell in love with Lana, and he wanted to make Lana happy, and Lana was on this whole Russia thing, and then they broke up, and he found himself and was like, nah, man, fuck Russia, I'm from Bulgaria, and I'll still kick your ass, I don't need Lana, and that's how they found each other again, and got together and are married. Oh, shit, I didn't tell you the thing that happened last week with Rusev, did I? Yeah, you did. Oh, you did? Yeah, that he demanded a, a... Championship match and Money in the Bank, which, dog, that's like fucking five months from now. I mean, it's not five months from now. It's June. It still feels like forever. I know. It's just it's just weird. I, I just had to make sure if I didn't tell you that. But yeah. Yeah, no, we know. Yeah, the important thing is that they're not... And if you don't know, now you know. I'm not. I'm not finishing that. You're you weren't not, supposed to. No, no, no one is saying. asking you to. Okay, I'm just saying. I tried to trick you earlier, and you're not tricking me. I'm not Booker T. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna say heel turn. Talk about. I have to talk about SmackDown. Yeah, the only important part of that was the Singh brothers are now their their gimmick, and of course they helped Gender win. And cool. There, and there was no Randy Orton on this show. Uh, the other important thing cool. that happened on uh, this show is the whole women's division storyline. Oh yeah, what? Actually, I am sort of interested in that. What's going on there? Well, Natalia, James Ellsworth, Carmella, and uh, Tamina now have a name for their group. It's the Welcoming Committee. Okay. Which. I preferred my name, the Mean Girls Click, but whatever, WWE's going to WWE. Sure, let's call the Welcoming Committee. That's a name, all right. But yeah, they were ta- they uh, apparently watched Talking Smack last week and heard Becky Lynch talking a whole bunch of mess about them. To which they go, uh, yo, why are you trying to stick up for Charlotte? You know she like backstabs you like all the time, right? That's a good question, actually. Yeah, and they're like, you know, you would be the one getting the title match since you're the first woman drafted on SmackDown instead of Charlotte, but... But... But no one has your back, and you keep getting screwed out of opportunities, so... We're here, you could join us, we'll have your back. 
To which she says, I haven't thought about it that way. Let me get back to you. Which will play out later. Hmm. So we have a tag team match set up, which is uh, Naomi and Charlotte against Natalia and Carmella because of the whole beatdown last week in the main event. As you do. And Charlotte's getting ready backstage for the match and the welcoming committee jumper. As you do. Yeah. But they're like, well, that's. I hope she's going to be okay for a match later tonight. And then they go back to the arena and Naomi's music plays because, whoops, the match is happening right now. Whoa! And guess what? Charlotte's not okay, so she doesn't show up, so it's a handicap match. Oh, dear. Until halfway through the match where Charlotte shows up. Oh, yay! It's the Charlotte! And She did it! And the commentary goes, well, technically this still is a a tag team match, so she can legally tag in, which she did. Well, hooray. But, uh, the finish of the match was that Natalia distracted, uh, Naomi, which resulted in her letting go of Charlotte and kicking her in the face. Then James, Ow, my face! Then James Ellsworth showed up on the on the other ropes, and that distraction was too much because Carmella rolled up Naomi with the grabbing of the tights and won. Ow, my tights! Yeah, Car- the, the, then they beat the shit out of them after the match because that's what they do. Again, as you do. But uh, then Becky Lynch showed up. And said, hey, remember that thing you said earlier? I'm going to join you. Whoa! And she shook their hands and everything, and then went up to James Ellsworth, who also wanted to shake hands, and she's like, yeah, actually... No, actually, you're... No. Actually, let's hug instead. Wow. And they hugged, except that she threw Ellsworth into the rest of the welcoming committee and attacked them. He was actually not on their side. It's quite a ruse. But the problem is that there's still four of them. And one yeah, of them. oh wait, there's four of us and you're a dope. Yeah, she, Bye. Yeah, she got her ass kicked. <laughs> that didn't work out, but... Man, I can't believe how that ended. Yeah, so I'm assuming we're going to have a uh, either a six-women tag or we're going to have split up being a championship match and a tag match at Backlash. We'll see which one they go with. I guess we'll find out. Also, this is a really weird way of, uh, and a lot of work of turning Charlotte babyface, but it's working? Please don't. It's really weird that it's working? I'm kind of sympathizing with Charlotte, and even though she's an asshole? I still feel like it would be a better idea if they just didn't, though. I liked someone's suggestion for this was that this is con- that they just pr- straight up do uh, Ric Flair and Sting, where Ric Flair tried to get Sting to team up with him for months and months. Yes, yes, please. Oh my God, yes. And then at Halloween Havoc, they finally team up, and as soon as Ric Flair tags in, he beats the shit out of Sting. <laughs> Because of course he is. And the horsemen show up and they just kick the shit out of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because he just hates Sting that much. So what if Charlotte does that to Becky? <laughs> yeah, if okay, if that's the ploy and and this is the long con, then I'd be totally stoked. But I it, just again, this, is, this is WWE we're talking about. But this is SmackDown, so there is more than a zero percent chance. But there's still not a good chance. 
It's pro- yeah, okay, there's like a 5% chance. Yes, uh, that's reasonable. And uh, the last thing I want to talk about on SmackDown is the whole U.S. title thing. Where Jericho is introduced at the top of the show. He's a new SmackDown guy, and he told everyone to smack it down, man. Nope. Yeah, do you know who else said nope to that? I'm hoping Kevin Owens. AJ Styles. Oh! Remember, he's the number one contender for that belt that Jericho has? He is the number one contender, and they don't seem to like each other very much. I remember that much. Guess what? AJ Styles also remembers that. He says, hey, remember that one night that we had the Y2AJ shirts, and then you fucking beat the shit out of me? I I don't forget. None wanted, sir! I still hate you. (laughs) This is also still the house that AJ Styles built, so... Fuck you. But then Kevin Owens showed up with his Face of America graphics, which was weird. So good. It's so good. And But it's weird when he's not the champion. I mean, in fairness, it's weird all the time. No, it's amazing all the time. No, that wasn't the argument. Fair enough. But the best part, John, was that Kevin Owens said that this had nothing to do with Styles, so he should get the hell out of the ring. Styles did that. He got the the hell out of the ring. Well, all right, then. Except that Kevin Owens was was speaking from the ramp, so he got out of the ring and attacked Kevin Owens. (laughs) You know, he asked for it. I know. He got exactly what he asked for. That's the best part. Styles came out of the ring. That's the best part, is that he did what he was asked, and then he attacked him. Because it was perfect. It was great. Don't really want none. Uh, Stars was banned f- uh, from ringside for the main event, which was the US title match. Did he show up later in a Sin Cara mask? No, he did not. He showed up on Talking Smack later. But, uh, yeah. This match was, like, a not-quite-as-good version of the payback match. Because the finger was already broken. But the difference was that Kevin Owens had a pop up powerbomb and won the match. And then he murdered Jericho afterward. In a really I heard violent he way. He hit a lot of pop up powerbombs to win the match. Yeah, but also that. Um, but the important part is that he murdered him in a really violent way at the end. Yeah, he sure did. The, my favorite part, though, is that he grabbed that steel chair out of the, the crowd. I'm still I'm still mesmerized by that. That's the most amazing thing. That he grabbed it out of the crowd? Or? Yeah. Like, usually you go under the ring or you go to the timekeeper's area where there would be chairs. Why is there a chair in the crowd? Why isn't there a chair in the crowd? It's the crowd. They have a bunch of chairs there. No, but was, Security sits on chairs? Yeah, but it's just crazy. He, just, he really wanted a chair, and he wasn't going to go looking for a chair under the ring, because who knows, maybe there wouldn't be a chair or under the ring. But you know where there's definitely a chair? Where all the people are sitting. I know, but I'm just saying that's the first time I remember in recent memory someone pulled a chair out of the crowd. I was like, that's so good. Not since the ECW days have we had this kind of raucous action. I don't know. I've, I feel like something like that must have happened during that Lumberjack match with Ambrose. That whole thing was a blur. Yeah. Or really, any Ambrose match. True. Because it's most of them. The p- most of the good ones, at least. The point is that Jericho got the chair put around his neck and then 
got slammed into the ring post and he's dead now. It's going to make it hard to sing at the Fozzie show. Shh. What's your favorite Fozzie song, Owen? Uh, the one from Takeover Chicago. Oh man, I don't know. The one from that one NXT show a couple years ago was pretty Which good. Which one, Don? What was the show? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, don't ask me what the name of the song is for Chicago, because I don't know that either. I know the name of the song, the last one. I know the name of the song. I don't name of the, remember what pay-per-view it was from. Well, 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 look, we've each got a half, but they don't go together. Let's call the whole thing off. Anyway! Yes. Tell me about the 205 Live. I'm assuming you're giving SmackDown a thumb up? Oh, yeah. It's a big old thumb up. But, uh... Just quickly note that AJ Styles on Talking Smack says that he could have saved Jericho's career if he was not barred from ringside, but now Jericho's dead forever. And it's all Shane McMahon's fault. Okay, we're going back into this territory, huh? Oh no, he's just he's still a face. He just is saying, yo, you fucked up. <laughs> but 205 Live, it's a show with purple ropes, so... I have to torture myself with it for some reason. I mean, we don't have to. But John, the the first match is the best. It's got my two favorite people. You know who my two favorite people on Smack or on uh, 205 Live is? Liv Morgan Not and on 205 Live. They called up Liv Morgan. Nope. As Drew Gulak said, there's no place for women on 205 Live. But we'll see how that goes later in the night. It's it TJP and Lince Dorado. Sure! Fuck Lince Dorado, dude. He is so sloppy, it's terrible. This is the Golden Lynx. He's got that mask. Oh yeah, about that mask. Uh, the whole match was TJ Perkins trying to rip it off because fuck that mask. And it ended up costing him. He's got a beard. That's right, Lince Dorado's the winner! No, the the mask cost him because TJ Perkins grabbed it and then put him in a knee bar. Oh, it did work. Yeah. Fuck Lince Dorado's mask, it's stupid. You're stupid! Well, yeah. There was a Corey Graves sit-down interview with Brian Kendrick where he was trying to flesh out the story with the with the Kira Dezawa and I was like, I don't give a fuck. It's Kendrick, do you care? No. But Kira Dezawa showed, showed up out of nowhere and kicked him in the face. Which lesson was that? Lesson number five. Always end an interview with impact. Then he just sat there in front of Tom Phillips in, in this dark room just yelling ha at him. I thought Corey Graves was interviewing him. <laughs> That's why I met, I met Corey Graves. I mean, Corey Graves seems like the kind of dude who would be down to sit in a, heart, in a dark room with someone yelling ha. Corey Graves looked very concerned about this. He was he was not into it. Oh. But you know what I am into? What are you into, Owen? Mustafa Ali versus Drew Gulak. One of those people is a is a person that you like. Drew Gulak's music is so good. But what, what is his music? That dude, dude it's it's the crazy like guitar. Like it sounds Yeah, it's hard to explain. 
it's very cool. It's got a cool guitar riff opening, and it sounds awesome. But then what if, while it was playing, he also put on the siren on his megaphone? So, That's pretty good. So he was doing that, and then he was... So he's Cesaro! Yes, which another one of my favorites, so it works out perfectly. So he plays the siren, and then he... To the rhythm of his music, he is talking about how he hates high-flying, and it's bad for everyone. It's It's so good. He's still got his sign, and he's talking the rhythm to his music, and it's just the greatest thing ever. And then it gets better. You know why, John? No. After he's done cutting his promo, walking down the ring, there's an insert promo with him in a suit <laughs> during his entrance. Sure. So he gets two promos. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. You know what? Sure. I love Rukulak. He's so good. The whole match is Gulak say, is saying, Hey, you're straight up yelling at him. Your high flying is not going to work against me. And just beating the shit out of him. And Ali keeps trying. And he goes up to the top rope and Gulak goes... Get, at one point, uh, he gets up to the top rope and Gulak goes out on the apron and says no. It's like, no, I'm, I'm not getting in the ring if you're going to do high flying things. This is bad. And... Ali keeps trying to do it, and he gets set up for his 450. That's his finisher, right? The 450 thing? Yeah, the inverted 450. Yeah, the inverted 450, and Gulak gets out of position for it. Because, no, fuck you. So, he has to improvise it. Alright, I'm gonna do a frog splash instead. Except Gulak puts his knees up, and then rolls them up and pins them. He was serious about the no-flying thing. Yeah, he had an interview it, it, an interview afterward, where he says the high flying doesn't work. Well, Drew Gulak does it works, and he is the future of 205 Live. What is there an insert promo with him while he gave that interview? No. I think the ent- I think the whole stuff with his entrance was enough. Because this is only an hour show. I'm just saying. But John, they had to have plenty of time for the main event. The most exciting feud. The Rich Swan versus the No Am Dar. Okay, we're done. That's 205 Live, y'all. John, this match was actually kind of good. Okay. Because at one point, Tom Fells, uh, Corey Graves pointed out that uh, the Rich Swan's arm popped, and the rest of the match was just Dar focusing on that injured arm. And then he, and then No Am Dar won the match. Okay. The guy with the worst record in all WWE won a match. Sure. And then Alicia Fox came out. And they're back together and I hate it. Why are they back together? Why is this happening? Because the universe hates us. Kill it with fire. We're being punished for our crimes. Kill it with fire. That's 205 Live. I give it a thumbs up and a thumbs in the middle. Mostly because Drew Gulak is the best. You need Drew to, Gulak. You need to get on the Drew Gulak is a bandwagon. Person. He's real good. Do I? He's real good, man. Just watch his entrance at least. All right. And yeah, t- later tonight, watch. Just watch his entrance and let me know what you think. It's real good. All right. Well, 
why don't you tell me about the the NXT that happened tonight? Why don't I? I mean, you should. I I know that's why I was saying it. Well, continue to say it, please. Okay, let's let's run down NXT quickly. Killian Dane had a match against uh, Danny Birch. I like Killian Dane. I like Danny Birch. You do? I'm glad that Danny Birch is still getting employed. Are you? Yeah, I don't mind Danny Birch. I think he's pretty good. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, didn't get to do anything in this match, clearly. Well, no, because Killian Dane's going to fucking wreck him. Yeah, because Killian Dane. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. For kids. For the kids. Wait, what? He does it for the children. He's Shaquille O'Neal? I mean, isn't everybody Shaquille O'Neal when you think about it? When you put it that way... No. No, we're not. Because I I never lost a basketball game to uh, Aaron Carter. Alright, I mean... You say that, but I'm pretty sure I've seen evidence that proves otherwise. Well, please don't post this evidence behind a paywall on our Patreon at patreon.com slash pwc. That's quite a plug there, Owen. It's a great plug. I'm good at my job? Owen, what's this Velveteen Dream thing? John, how do you not know? It's, It's obvious who it is. It's Patrick Clark. Come on. Oh, right. It's Patrick Clark. It's great. Oh, right. I was just confused. Like, wait, what? The Velveteen Dream. But that makes total sense now. And it's like, okay, cool. Right, him. Yeah, there's a bunch of purple. Come on. It's great. I love it. It is very good. I I forgot about him. I'm sorry. I thought that maybe he, that Future Endeavor Friday came and maybe he was gone. I don't know, man. It seems like something they do. I'm not saying it like he's not great. I'm saying it like WWE makes baffling decisions. Fair. Like having Tough Enough happen and then fucking getting rid of every single person from the Tough Enough Except thing. Except for Patrick Clark. Except for Patrick and Clark, true. And Andy Rose. And Mike The Miz. I, th- I think Dario. The only one they've really kept when you think about it. I think Dario Baronado is also still there. Though she got her name changed. Well, isn't that fancy? It is. I think she was probably in the main event. Owen? What's up? Do you like steaks? I like steaks. Do you like weights? Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. They're really emphatic about stakes and weights, that heavy machinery duo. John, I'm going to go out on a limb. Heavy machinery are my favorite wrestlers in NXT right now. Wow. They're so good. They're so fun. They're I, pretty I, funny. I've had a good time every single time I've seen them wrestle. I thought that their finisher was pretty weird looking. They are pretty weird guys. I don't mean weird in a good way. I mean, like, wait, what the fuck did he do? They're working on it. They're a work in progress. It's true. Heavy machinery in the construction zone. 
I I just feel like these guys are getting a real big push for yeah, what should for what basically amounts to like kind guys that kind of look like WCW power plant dudes. Oh, come on. Boom shakaloo. That was that made me upset and oh, I, I agreed so with the people in the crowd that were just like, "What?" Oh, I love these guys. I love the yelling stuff. Steaks and weights. Oh, it's all great. Steaks and weights is pretty good. I like everything they said. Their promo was the best. I, I'm like, that's when I said these guys are my favorite right now. They're crazy. Like, there's one guy that talks very eloquently, and the other guy just yells about steak and weights. And boom, shakaloo, and, and he hits his belly. I love it. Push them to the moon. Or push them onto the moon. No, that could work no, too. No, no. I mean, they'd be weightless up there, which is kind of cool. But no, steak and weightless. No. Mm, okay. No. Okay. We're not doing. I'm just. I'm just on a roll of saying terrible things, John, because this is heel turn. Sure are. Anyway, Cone Reese fought uh, Hideo Tommy. Why? Because Hideo Tommy needed to have a match. Did he? Yeah. Did Kona Reeves need to have a match? No, but, I mean, I appreciate that they put in effort to actually make, like, Kona Reeves seem credible and threatening and had, like, Bobby Roode get involved. Okay. Bobby Roode didn't really get involved in the match, per se, as much as he, uh, backstage talked to Kona Reeves before the match and gave him a pep talk that we didn't get to hear. It was all like, ah, you beat that dude who is threatening me. Glorious, glorious, glorious. Wow, that's a good impression. What can I say? I'm I'm a good impressionist. That, that, that is the thing you could say, yes. I just said it. I know. Anyway, then they had videos for uh for Drew McIntyre, which that was that was fine. It mostly just made me think that I like his song. His song then is always part- good. I'd say that his old song was not good. Wait, he doesn't still has have his old song? Is was that his old song? I don't remember. I, I need to go back and watch this. I don't remember. I remember his old hearing his old song in WWE All Stars and was being like, "What the fuck is this Creed bullshit?" Oh right, that is what he had. I, I forgot exactly. Yeah, he had that Creed bullshit. No, that was bad. Yeah, it was terrible. This other thing with the bagpipes is fucking dope. Yeah, it's okay. It's cool. It's got the raging guitar. Like, look, man, CFO dollar sign songs all kind of sound the same, if we're being honest. I made this comment years ago, Excuse and it's me? still true. Um, what about Glorious? It's like the one different one. What about Nakamura's? Also, I cannot fucking believe that they tried to make that Shinsuke's song. Yeah, because Shinsuke's current song is just the best. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Also, it's different than all the, all the other songs. So there, I gave you two examples. Glorious is a better song than Bobby Roode as a wrestler. Anyway! I'm, I'm not going to argue that. Mistaken is know. not on the show, because he'll yell at you if you say that. Would he, though? The song's really do you good. Know, do you know Mistaken? He'll yell at you about anything. 
True. Anyway, um, do you want to talk about the main event? Sure. There's a whole bunch of ladies in a battle royal. I like two of them. The crowd was very angry at a lot of them. Hold on like, a sec. I'm reading these notes. Excuse me. Let, let me read what this says here. It says, Owen's two favorite people. And then in parentheses, who are they again? Excuse God, me. I don't know. I can't remember which one's which, as you know. John, come on. One of them is the one that wears blue all the time. And the other one is the Venus flytrap of NXT. One wears blue, blue one wears green. green. They're very similar colors. No. How could... Nah, I hate you. There are a surprising number of people in this match that they didn't announce. That I was that we've never surprised. seen before. We, like, who is Victoria Gonzalez? Really tall... Uh, wait, is she, uh... Yeah, she's a really to, tall one. She's related to uh, the other giant Gonzalez. Yeah, I was about to say, wait, is she giant Gonzalez's daughter? She might be. We we don't know. She should wear the giant Gonzalez outfit, though. <laughs> It'd be really good. I still think it's weird that Lacey Evans looks like a lady from Paris, but also a Southern Belle. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. This match was entertaining. I thought, again, I thought it was weird that the crowd was really angry about the existences of both Aaliyah and uh, Liv Morgan. See, the crowd gets me. They were very happy when Nikki Cross made short work of them. Yeah. Nikki Cross is great. See, I, I my essence has consumed the NXT crowd because they were chanting for steak. They hate Liv Morgan and Aaliyah. They like the iconic duo and Nikki Cross. All is right in the world. So yeah, uh, the ending is that Amber Moon and Nikki Cross and, oh god, who was the third? Ruby Riot, sorry, um, are all in the ring trying to get each other out and figure out who's going to be the one to get the number one contender when, wait the fucking second, Oscar runs in like a fucking... Looking like a crazy fucking hyperactive five-year-old and just beats the shit out of everyone. Now hold on, John. Why does she run in with airplane arms? Because why not? It was great, but it was like, wait, what the fuck? No, but here's the what the fuck thing, John. The bell rang. Yeah. It's a battle someone royal. Who was not invo- someone who was not involved in the match got involved in the match. John, it's a battle royal. There's no disqualifications. Apparently, there are disqualifications. Did you not learn anything if you're th- from WrestleMania? That's the Royal Rumble, please. No, I'm talking about WrestleMania. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, where Gronkowski got in the ring. That's a rich white man, Owen? I'm not sure if we've discussed how the world works, but the rich white man is allowed to basically do whatever he wants. John, this is not. I'd rather not. Heel turn. Heel turn. Now you wanted a heel turn. There you fucking go. Yep. Ending the show in a banger right there. Yeah. But but also, something weird happened on my feed. Did it happen to yours too? What's that? Where William Regal came out and he was going to make an announcement and then it kind of cut off. Oh, no, it, it ended. It no, he totally announced the Fatal 4-Way for TakeOver Chicago. No, the ending was great because oh, good, it was... it cut off, like, 
he was about to announce it, and then it cut to just them in the crowd, and that he never said it on my feed. Oh. I was like, why are they all happy? Did he announce... He was about to oh, announce yeah, the no, Fatal 4-Way, and he didn't. Yeah, no, your feed skipped. He announced the Fatal 4-Way. Yeah, my feed's been weird lately. And the episode ends with Nikki lying in the ring, like, laughing to herself because she's been laughing the entire time about getting the shit beat out of her because she's insane! Well, she knows she wasn't... So much laughing to herself as she just kept saying Asuka's name over and over again. Well, cackling it. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Because she's insane. She's awesome. I, li- I just liked her like whispering it to herself. It's like, yeah, that's so good. NXT is a weird show, but it's good. It is. I gave it a thumb. You know what else is a uh, a weird but good show? Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.cool? Yes. Yes, it is. Are you going to say the thing? What are, what thing? You, you usually go into your spiel. You say a thing before I do it, though. Is that it for heel turn? The, the, the slogan of the website, <laughs> you asshole! What, we have a slogan? Support our Patreon! Patreon.com slash PWC. It's Patreon, Patreon.cool. It's funding to continue doing this garbage that I quit. I quit. I'll see you all next Hold week. On, I need to, I need Find to me on Twitter at I am John GM. Find me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. Also F- find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash or on Twitter at the heel turn. And also check us out live every Wednesday at mixer.com slash zonecast at 930 p.m. Eastern with a pre-show. It's starting at nine. Oh, right. This one, I need. I need to look up something. Oh fuck! Oh, okay, I have to go buy a URL now, John. What do you have to buy? Well, I'll tell you off the air. So uh, that's it for heel turn. That's it. Unless you're going to tell all these people the URL you're going to buy. No, I'll tell, tell them next week because I don't know if I'm going to buy it yet. I need to talk to you. Okay. I may need you to go halfsies with me on this. Okay. Alright, so that's it for uh, Heel Turn. We'll be back next week with another episode where we'll be one week closer to Backlash, which will be a good pay-per-view. And until then... Apparently we're buying a URL. Better than buying a zoo. Is it, though? Yeah, we don't have to put up with animals. Yeah, my cat's enough. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.